Welcome back to Be Great with Nate. I am so excited to be here. I always have to start my podcast telling you how excited I am to be here. In today's podcast, I'm going to be walking you through something I call the four pillars of health, also known as the four laws to keep yourself balanced and vital. Okay. So these is something I came up with. Um, of course, when you go through health, you'll learn, you know, a couple of things like, oh, you should eat this or you should do this. And if you want healthy skin, you should do this. What I want to bring you through today is I like to simplify. I like to take complicated things and simplify it. And today, that's what we're going to do. It doesn't matter what you go through. It doesn't matter what what disease a person has. It doesn't matter what mental problem as far as, you know, just ADD, anxiety, depression, anything with mental health or physical health. You're going to find one of these pillars be out of balance. And in today's podcast, I'm going to bring you through not only how to figure out which one you have out of balance, but also how to keep it balanced for the rest of your life. Okay, so I have some fun activities we're going to do today that you could do with a piece of paper uh, or you could just do in your mind. Uh, the four, I call it the four pillars of health because think about a house or think about anything that stands nice and tall. Okay, usually these things have some type of foundation and the foundations are the most important part. You can have a beautiful house, but if you have a bad foundation, the house just can just sink right into earth, right? So what we don't want is we don't want to have a bad foundation, all right? A lot of us uh, can put ourselves in a position where, um, you know, no matter how great we eat, we still don't feel well or how, how much meditation we do, we still don't feel well or something is not right. You ever do something or have you know, just a feeling that something just isn't right. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to figure it out, but I can't figure it out. It doesn't matter what a person is struggling with. If a person is has any type of issue, dis-ease, dis-ease, the body's not at ease with itself, or um, imbalance or anything really wrong, if you have PMS, menstrual cycle issues, if you have infertility, men, if you have issues when it comes down to um, you know, just having sex drive or low, low libido, whatever the case may be, digestive issues, weight issues, you're going to have one of these out of balance. So what I like to do with this is I use, I bring my clients through an example and what I, I'm going to bring you through that example. So I'm going to need you to turn on a little bit of the right brain and uh, visualize some things with me. I want you to think about a stool, a stool that we all sit on. Okay. So a stool that has three legs. Okay. So you have a stool that's on top, you have the seat, and then you have three legs. One, two, three. Okay, I'm going to draw this out as I explain this to you so I can give it to you as if you're my client. On the top of the stool, that's where uh, pillar number one comes in. Now, you may say, hey, Nate, you know, uh, top of the stool is not a pillar. Yeah, I know, but for this example, I'm going to give you a perfect example of what happens with the human body. So the top of the stool is the first one, and we call that diet. I mean, uh, sorry, happy. Okay, so... It can be called Mr. Happiness, okay, or Mrs. Happiness, or My Happiness, okay, or Dr. Happiness, okay, which um, the Czech Institute can refer to, it refers it to Dr. Happiness. So let's stick with doctor for now. Paul Czech calls this the last four doctors you need. Um, I call this, like I said, the four laws of being healthy or the four pillars of health. So on top of the stool, you ever sit on a chair that was uncomfortable? Right. Just imagine if you're sitting on an uneven uh, stool or you're sitting on a stool that has a really sharp wood point in it. It's going to be uncomfortable. So what happens when your stool is uncomfortable, you're going to compensate either to the right or to the left. So the three legs, 
we have Dr. Quiet, we have Dr. Movement, and Dr. Diet, okay? So happiness is on top because happiness within us sits on top in our mind, okay? Happiness is our mind, our head is on top of our body. So you you understand if you're happy or not because how you feel based on the information that you're receiving in your mind, right? You think I'm unhappy. You think you're unhappy or you know that you're unhappy. That's all taking place in the mind as far as receiving that information. So if you're, so the first, the, the four are happiness, quiet, diet, and movement. And here's what I mean. If a person is out of balance with one of these, they're going to be out of balance with all of them. This is an example. Let's just say a person does everything for their meditation and makes themselves happy. So we give them a check mark. So the stool that they sit on is comfortable. But let's just say this person does not eat correctly at all. Okay. So what happens? Their leg that balance their foundation of their stool, the chair that they're sitting in, they can't really sit on that because that stool is wobbly. You ever sit on a chair that was wobbly and you have to compensate on the other two legs or the other three legs if you're sitting on a four-leg chair? What happens is since a person is now out of balance with their diet, now that your stool, the three-legged stool that you're sitting on, one of those legs are wobbly or broken, you're going to lean on the other two. So what does that mean? You're going to overwhelm the other two. And the other two in this example would be your movement and your sleep and then your happiness. Why? Because you're not sitting up tall anymore. You're going to be sitting leaning. So not not only does the foundation compensate, but even where the place of where you sit is crooked. So you feel a little unhappy. Sleep is getting a little worse. Now you're either over moving out, uh, working out, or you're not working out enough. And what I see usually is when a person does way too much bad eating, they usually, oh, and they're in the fitness, like they, they want to get in shape, they overwork out. They overdo it. They go to all the, they feel guilty not over abusing their body physically because they're trying to make up for a bad diet. And then usually their sleep is all over the place, right? So remember, if I'm leaning away from one part of the leg because that leg is broken because you're not, you're out of balance with your diet, that means your happiness is crooked now. And now you're putting most of your compensation on movement and quiet. Let me break down quiet. Quiet is sleeping well at night, but also quiet is turning it off during the day. Quiet is also relaxing. Quiet is having me time, right? So what happens is when a person usually is out of balance with, let's just say for this example, you're out of balance with your diet, you're leaning on the other two a lot more now. So now you're overdoing or underdoing, you're, you're going to the extreme, either too much and not enough with movement and quiet. So let's just say you get to the point where now you're always tired. Now your diet's bad. Now you're always tired. So you're not moving the body at all. So now your stool leans even more towards the back. And now you're compensating with quiet, right? And if you're compensating too much with quiet, now your sleep is disturbed. Now you never have me time. Now you do everything for everybody else and not for yourself. And then boom, that leg gives out and then your stool falls on the side. Boom. So remember, each time a leg had to comp every time you had to compensate for a leg that was not balanced, you put more compensation on the other two until you burn that out. And then, so you can use any example. The only one you can't maneuver on the bottom is happiness. Happiness sits at top. So let's just say you don't get enough sleep. Now you don't get enough sleep. Now you don't have enough energy to to move your body. 
And since you get enough sleep and have enough energy to move your body, you most likely are going to crave junk food all day and eat. Okay. Let's say if a person doesn't move their body enough, right? Now they're going to compensate with overeating or oversleeping. Or not sleeping enough because they're up all night trying to they have all these racing thoughts going through their mind. Why do people have racing thoughts go through their mind, especially right before bed? Emotion. What does emotion mean? Energy in motion. So if you're not moving your body to ex- as a form of expression, getting that energy off of you, what do you think that's? What do you think those energies are going to do? They're going to alchemize right up to your mind. That energy is going to transform. Since you're not moving your body, trying to relax the body and mind and go to sleep. Since you're relaxing the body, that body is overwhelmed with all this extra energy. So it floats up to your mind and now you have racing thoughts bouncing all over the place. So like I said, let's take the stool example for your for your four pillars of health or your four laws of health and, and, and being vital. You sit on top, but now that one one leg is wobbly so you your movement you taking care of movement moving the body enough now you compensate more and lean to the left and now your unhappiness gets out of balance now you you don't know what's going on with your mental health but not only that now you're quiet your sleep is disturbed and now you find yourself having an imbalance with your nutrition it's hard it's hard to have a balanced life with your nutrition so as you can see, the further you compensate and you more burn out the next two legs, then you burn out the next single leg, and then your stool falls on its side. Okay? I'm trying to have some coffee. I have a very, very busy day this morning. And um, I have to do these things because I want to try, I'm trying my best to make sure I get one out a week for you. And um, sometimes successful people do things that they feel like at a knot. So I have a plane in about a couple minutes to have to jump on. I just I just landed like five hours ago, changed, and I'm about to get another plane. But I stopped here to do this podcast for you. So let's just say one of those pillars, now you're, pill- now you're out of balance and your stool falls over to the side. What usually happens is people may come up to you and go, oh, hey there. I see that you're unhappy. Here, open your mouth really quick. Take this nice little pill. Good. Close your mouth. Good. I know you're not happy. I know you're depressed. I know you have anxiety. Oh, you have you can't focus in either. Your, your attention is all over the place. Here, take this, and then um, I'm going to see you next week. Or you tell people, I don't know what's wrong. People are like, you got to go see somebody. And you're trying your best. Instead of going straight for your mental health, your mind, and trying to master that, what we really need to do is make sure that your legs are balanced. We got to make, we can't just go straight for your mind. As above, so below. And that's why I try to teach how everything's connected. So what do we do for each of these to make sure we're balanced? So let's write out number one. Let's just say happiness. What makes you happy? What is happy making for you? Usually when I ask this question, some people go, ooh. That's the first reply, ooh. What is happy making for you? After you figure out what's happy making for you, think about what you do that makes others happy. Okay? 
And then let me ask you a question. When's the last time you did that consistently? When's the last time you did something that makes you happy consistently? You see, if a person doesn't have enough, if a person doesn't have things to look forward to, hold on, I'm going to have to pick up this call. Oh, that's my mom. Can't call her right back. Learn how to say no. If a person is, is not having anything to look forward to, you get up, you got work, you got responsibilities, but you're not doing anything that you can look forward to during the day or during the week. Life is, you're not allowing the inner child to play. You're not allowing the inner child to have fun. You're not having fun. We need to have some fun. When's the last time you did something that made you happy consistently? Making podcasts makes me happy. Educating myself makes me so happy. Playing with my dogs makes me so happy. Spending time with loved ones makes me very happy. Having my alone time makes me very, I'm very happy having alone time. So I try to make time for each of these every day so I can stay balanced with my happiness. Because if you don't, you're going to look for things outside of yourself to make you happy. Food, wine, social media, etc. So each and every day we have to do things that plan within our schedule, incorporate things in our schedule that make you happy. I had this one kid that I work with. He was very, 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 very high chance of basically you could say suicidal he worked with the best therapist in in in, in the world then his um he was good enough to leave the place that he was at and um he ended up his mother reached out to me and he's like look i want him to have a mentor i want him to work out i want him to eat better um i think it, it's appropriate if you know he finds he works with somebody like you First thing I did is I sat him down and I said, what makes you happy? And you know what he told me? Watching YouTube videos make me happy. Watching, you know, learning off YouTube. And I said, when's the last time you did that consistently? I said, about two years. It's okay. So each and every day we need to make time. We have time to watch your YouTube videos. It could be something as simple as that. A kid ended up losing 70 pounds with me. Got him back to go to college. And he's graduating in two days from Berkeley University. It's pretty cool. It's pretty freaking cool. But we need to find out what's happiness. What's our happiness? You deserve it. Number two, quiet. Quiet comes down, are you getting enough sleep at night? What time are you going to bed? Teach my clients that it's appropriate to get to bed by at least 10, 1030. Get your eight hours and then get the day going. Some people don't need eight hours. Some people can go six. Cool. But there's amazing, amazing research out there. Um, there's one guy, one doctor that came on a podcast I listened to. And he laid it. He was a neuroscientist. And he laid out so much information with so many studies that I went through in the last like three months. That blew me away about sleep because I'm one that never really had the opportunity to sleep in my life. I was surviving, right? Living in hotels, 
living in crack houses. I I couldn't really. I have PTSD when it comes down to sleep. If I hear something outside, I think someone's trying to rob me or trying to kill me. You know, there's um, my body never really gets into deep sleep until recently. Um, I say in the last couple months I did, and I can I'm gonna make a podcast about PTSD and stuck in flight or fight. A lot of us are stuck in fight or flight because of trauma. We're stuck in fight or flight because of our workload. I'm gonna make a podcast explaining exactly how to deal with that. Okay. All right. So getting enough sleep. If you're having issues before going to, if you're having issues waking up in the middle of the night, if you're having issues peeing a lot throughout the night or sweating in your sleep, I'm gonna tell you what that what that most likely is. A lot of you're gonna be like, "Oh, it's, I'm going through hormones." Yeah, you are, right? But I'm gonna teach you how these all things work out, and I'm gonna a simple thing you can do. I want you to watch what you eat before you go to sleep. If you eat too many carbohydrates, but carbohydrates like bread, rice, pasta. Um, too much fruit, too many carbohydrates before bed will spike your blood sugar. And then your blood sugar is going to drop while you sleep. And when your blood sugar drops, the body has to rise its own blood sugar in an attempt to save the brain from going becoming hypoglycemic. It's dangerous for the brain to have too much blood sugar and not enough. So what the body does is it releases adrenaline and cortisol, which then go it takes... Um, it makes your body um, release sugar through the muscles in the liver through something called gluconeogenesis. And what that means is your body's producing its own blood sugar to put, so your blood sugar can come back up. When you do that, cortisol is the opposite of melatonin. They work against each other in a way. I don't like to say they're um, antagonists. They're, they're the opposite. So when one is high, the other is low. So during the day, during the morning time, your cortisol levels are high. Cortisol levels get you going. They stimulate your system where you get up, you go, you wake up, you get things done, right? And then melatonin stimulates rest, digest. So it, it really is associated with the parasympathetic nervous system where you relax, rest, digest. This is when your repair hormones come in. This is when your body does its work while you sleep. The sympathetic does the opposite. The sympathetic comes in and it's catabolic. So the parasympathetic is anabolic. The, sympath the sympathetic system can be catabolic. Stress is catabolic. Stress turns on cortisol. Cortisol is your stress hormone. So if you're eating way too many carbohydrates at night, your body's going to do a couple things. Number one, your body can try to push the extra glucose out through urination, which, which why you are waking up peeing throughout the night. Number two, since your body had to do what it had to do to rise blood sugar, it rises temperature while it does that so you can start sweating, okay? And number three, if you find yourself wide awake and can't go back to sleep, cortisol wakes you up. So your melatonin levels aren't high enough anymore. So then what happens is now you wake up the next morning, you go straight for a pot of coffee or energy drink or a stimulant, and then you keep doing this. And as you keep doing this, you're going to burn out your adrenals, then your thyroid is going to start having issues. Then you're going to have issues with being cold and hot. Then you're going to have issues with weight around your belly and gaining a lot of weight. And then you turn off your digestion from working properly because now your thyroid is responsible for your metabolism and your fight or flight turns off your digestion. So then you start having all these weird problems. I see this every freaking day. 
okay? So watch how many carbohydrates you eat before bed. That's a simple step. That's one of the steps you can start doing. We're quiet. Number two, during the day, make sure you take a time out for yourself. I like to call it turn your brain off. I like to turn my brain off during the day. And that is either on my high on the high vibe walk. The high vibe walk, remember, the high vibe walk is listen to positive music, podcasts, or audible books. Or walk you can listen to it or you can just listen to nature. Whatever you want to listen to that can inspire you. But we want to manipulate our vibration through senses. So listening, thinking, feeling, vibrations, we want to rise. High vibe. Walking in a nice neighborhood that you dream of living in that holds a high vibration. If you don't live there, drive it. Drive there. Look at your favorite neighborhood in the county. It's 15-minute drive, 10-minute drive. If yours is 45 minutes, find a a closer one. Find a park that you vibe with. But I like to take a high vibe walk, listen, and then think about the person that I'm becoming and think about the things I'm grateful for to, you know, rise my vibration and turn my brain off from work. So when I do this, I leave my business phone at home. If you're an entrepreneur, I teach my entrepreneur clients, get two phones. Get two phones. Your business phone should be under your business account anyway where you are allowed to have expenses to have a business phone. You should have a business phone. When you're done with work, you need to learn how to turn off work, even for those that work for somebody. If your job is from 8 to 3, after 3, my friend, respectfully, I know you want to be above and beyond, but go take care of yourself. Don't go, you know, if you have extra time after taking care of yourself and your family, then you can get back to people. But you need to start taking care of yourself. I leave my phone in my office or I leave it in my car and I'm out. I go do my thing. My other phone has my music on it. So get enough sleep, turn your brain off. Number three, movement. Make sure that you're moving the body. The body's not meant to be sit, uh, seating, uh, sitting all day. Everything moves in the, in the world. Everything vibrates so fast that it looks like it's not moving. Your desk vibrates. Your TV screen is vibrating. Everything has vibration to it. Like I said, it moves so fast, it looks like it's not moving at all. Why am I saying that? If you sit down all day, you, if you study the body, the nerves that connect from your brain to your big toe, all the way down throughout your body, your vessels, how your blood flows, how your organs pump, how your spinal fluid pumps throughout your spine, everything is meant for move, movement, motion, motion, energy and motion, your emotions. If you're not moving the body enough, what happens to all these motions that are going through, that are stagnated in the body? They create muscle pain, back pain, emotional issues, overthinking, etc. Now, this also goes for people who overwork out. I work with women today that overwork out and they feel guilty of it. And these women are usually 45 to 55 years old. They don't know how to relax. And one of the reasons why... It's because they use the exercise for a way to deal with their emotions, but they're not doing anything to verbally express themselves to people or, play, or you know, people or situations where they stay quiet the whole time and they abuse themselves with exercise. They're overcompensating their stool. They're overcompensating. You see that? So make sure you move the body enough and make sure you have a good balance with movement. Don't overdo it. Don't underdo it. 
a good walk. And you can start, I start all my clients off three in the first week of us working together. I say, listen, go for three walks for a minimum of 45 minutes, a high vibe walk for 45 minutes, three times a week. Then we move them up to four or five times a week. Then they may use one day to yoga or one day just maybe they start doing a walk every day. That's fine. The intensity of a walk is very low. Okay, so have a good balance of movement. So happiness, movement, quiet. The last one is diet. Think about your brain sits in your blood. Your brain sits in your blood. So think about that Oreo cookie you want to eat. When you eat that Oreo cookie, you you chew it, you swallow it. Now you're you're telling your body, hey, listen, turn this, feed my brain with this, feed my skin with this, feed my heart with this. Think about that. Your body's waiting for nutrition to come in so it can do its job. So the brain can get the vitamins and we call it micronutrients to do its job. The heart can get its micronutrients, but you're giving it cookies or hot dogs or you're eating out of packages. And this is what your body gets. So this food breaks down, goes into your bloodstream, and this is what you're feeding your brain. This is what you're feeding your skin. This is what you're feeding your, your heart. This is what you're feeding your the body that you're using while you walk around on, while you while you alchemize and and utilize on and in earth. So you want to know why you're not why you have skin issues or digestive issues or health issues, but you're going to restaurants to eat out every day or you're eating junk food every day. So that's why when I work with a client that has all these eating things. I'm, we're going to fix that. But the first thing I'm going for is what, what made you make these choices? I'm looking at why is your stool out of balance? Why are you leaning? Why is your leg messed up on, on with, with diet? So the first thing I'm going for with a person like that is to figure out what their dream is. What are they doing? What are they, what, what do they want? What, what, what is your purpose? Because if a person doesn't feel like they have a purpose, then they they don't have any consequences to eating bad. They don't have any consequences to not sleeping. They don't have any consequences for not moving their body. They have no consequences with their relationships. Nothing. There's no consequences. Because you have, if your job is safe for you or you're a working mom, I mean, a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad, whatever, there's no consequences to eating a donut at 7 in the morning. Because you can just go back to bed. So we need to figure out what, what do you want. When it comes down to nutrition... There's people that confuse nutrition. Some people do better with more carbohydrates on their plate than meat. Some people do better with more meat on their plate than carbohydrate. But just because you do better with one and not the other doesn't mean that the other one is wrong. Okay? So, it's called metabolic typing. I have podcasts. If you want to know more about nutrition, I give you everything I have on these podcasts so I can really help you. Okay? I'm not trying to upsell you or nothing. I'm trying to get you the results. I'm trying to help you. So I like where I have a whole podcast on something I can refer back to so you can learn so much more about that. So if you need help with your diet, there's a diet that I use to give all my clients dysbiosis, uh, digestive issues, bloating, skin issues, sleeping issues, hormonal imbalances. I call it, it's going to be called the high vibe diet, (laughs) right? It raises your vibration. Okay, and I, I walk you through that. It's called the, uh, the diet that can reset your digestion, your energy, your mood, etc. You can find that. I made that like I think a couple of weeks ago. You can check that out. When a person is out of balance with one of these, then pain is a signal and signal and, and signals 
towards you to tell you exactly where the pain is at. So let's just say a person's not doing nothing to make them happy. We call it Mr. Pain. Mr. Pain comes up and goes, hello, or it can be Mrs. Pain. Comes up and goes, hello, how are you? I'm going to make you unhappy today. And you're like, why am I so unhappy? Why? Why? Why am I so unhappy? And people go, because your car. You don't have the car you want. Or because your phone. Or because you need more followers on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. And Mr. Payne is just, and Mrs. Payne is just there. Bang, 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 making you unhappy. How do you get rid of them? What makes you happy? And go do it. You got a digestive issue? Mr. Payne. Mrs. Payne. Letting you know. Hey, keep eating this way. I'm going to give you pain. Your body hurts? There you go. Pain coming up again. Telling you. Start moving me. You're tired? Pain comes up again. Hey, allow me to sleep. So it's the opposite. It's the polarity to what you're not doing. You don't get enough sleep? Now you have issues with your leg with um, quiet. You're not doing things that make you happy? Now you become unhappy. You're not eating right? Now you get digestive issues and you mess up all the detoxification systems like your kidneys, your digestive system, your liver, and your skin. And then all these things now make your stool compensate more one way. Now your happiness is out because now you have no energy to do the things that make you happy. You have no energy to move your body. And since you didn't move your body, did nothing that made you happy and you ate wrong, now you're getting bad sleep. Boom. So what I want you to do is sit down with a piece of paper later today or tomorrow, whenever you want to. Write up one, two, three, four. Happiness, diet, quiet, movement. When you do that, I want you to go through the last one, the last month, and I want you to give yourself a score for each of these. So let's just say happiness, you know what, Nate? I did good. I give myself a nine out of ten. Diet didn't do good. I give myself a three out of ten. Quiet, you know what? Mm, I give myself a six out of ten. Movement, I give myself a two out of ten. Now add those up. Nine plus three is twelve, right? Plus six is 18, plus four is 22. So you have 22 out of 40. Now take a calculator and divide that. 22 divided by 40 gives you 55. Put 55 and then put a percentage sign and circle it. That means that everything that you, you only have 55% of potential towards anything that you're doing. Here's another words. I told you that. In life, your dream is your battery to life. It gets you through the days that you don't want to do things. and It motivates you to do the things you don't want to do because you have something you're looking forward to, your dream. Well, your pillars of health are part of your battery to charge your dream. So if you think you're doing okay in life right now, and you do this, and you go, wow, I've been doing pretty well, and I'm at 55%. Imagine when I'm at 75%. So imagine if you 20% increase you increase your, your vitality by 20%. Take your salary and times it by 20%. So if you make 100,000 times over 20, an extra 20,000, you think that's helpful? Take your weight loss journey and do it um, to get the results 20% more. So if you lost 10 pounds, now imagine if you lost 20 um, in 12 pounds. You think that's going to be more helpful? Go to the gym and say if you did squats, 100 pounds, and now you could do 120 percent. I mean, 120 pounds, you increase it by 20 percent. Think about that, and that's only at 75 percent. Let's say if we increase it by 40 percent, and you're at 95 percent, take your money that hundred thousand now is 140,000 instead of 10 pounds, it's 14 pounds. Anytime you feel out of balance in life, 
Sit yourself down. Write out happiness, diet, quiet, movement. Give yourself a score for each of them in the last week or in the last 24 hours. Circle the one that came the lowest score. And then immediately, the next thing you do is find a way to increase that score. So if it's diet and it's the afternoon, find something to do immediately to go increase that score. Go fix your next meal. Or if it's the night before, the next day, focus on eating better the next day. Immediately do a turnaround and you'll see your whole pillars balance each other out. Try that. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. See you next week. Peace.